The Pistons are the basketball champions of the world. It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work. Shout out, Detroit. I got to buff up. You know what I'm saying? Detroit, I'm all the way in. Detroit Pistons, I'm all the way in. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Buffs on Podcast. We are the best POD in the 313. I mean, kind of. We've been away for a bit, uh, but we got a good excuse. The Pistons have been terrible, um, but we're going to talk about a lot of that today. We got a lot of good stuff to talk to you guys about today. We got some James Edwards-inspired questions, and then uh, Gabe's got some trade proposals for us, and then Connie's come up with a few topics for us to go over as well. Um so, Connie, I'm just going to throw it over to you, man. You facilitate. Where are we going first here? Uh, let's go over the James Edwards, man. Let's let's hook on to a bigger name. And, uh, All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's, yeah, let's not lose the viewers in the first 10 seconds. All right. So, first yeah. question here. Um, how did you feel about the Pistons offseason? And would you have preferred them have an offseason that would be of more similar to the Rockets where they went out and spent big money on guys like a Fred Van Vliet uh, or Dylan Brooks? So, would you rather have the, the Rockets offseason – or would you rather have the Pistons offseason? We'll start with you, Connie, and then we'll go to Gabe. I mean, you, you can't really look at the Pistons right now and say that you would rather have the Pistons offseason because the Pistons offseason has led into this season, which has been just recently uh, hallmarked with the longest losing streak in franchise history. So you can't, like, I can't in good conscience say, yeah, I'd prefer the Pistons offseason. Even though in the offseason, I think we were all kind of talking it up. Not as like some sort of major move, but I thought we made some moves for some nice vets. Uh, now those vets haven't really played. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, not Fred Van Vliet. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have mind a Dylan Brooks, but if – Really? Hot then, take. <laughs> I think he would go great with some stew, man. Like, like we hate Dylan Brooks, but Isaiah Stewart is kind of – not the same guy because he talks less, but he brings a similar energy of being an asshole on the court. <laughs> I think once Dylan Brooks was on the piston, I think we would have liked Dylan Brooks a whole lot. But, I don't know, man. I was happy we didn't bring those guys in, but that's just me. Yeah, continue. But, like, being a team that would have spent a little bit of our, like, don't we have a gross amount of money? Or is Blake Griffin, was this the last year where Blake No, Griffin? no, no. We, we, get, we got a gross amount of money. It started exactly. last offseason, but it's even bigger this time. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't have minded, you know, a little bit of money towards somebody who is useful, you know, and like especially now. Like, you okay, can't... so hold on. So let, let let's do this way, right? The Pistons were interested in Cam Johnson and uh, Jeremy Grant. Can you think of any other big names you were linked to? I mean, not linked to. I can tell you some big names I would have liked on the team. No, no, no. We can't do that. Then that's just hypothetical. But let's let's try to make this as realistic as possible. Cam Johnson, Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, Jeremy Grant. Would you rather have spent big money on two of those four guys rather than do what we did? Yeah, I would have liked to spend money on Dylan Brooks and Cam Johnson looking back at it. Like, thinking about those Mm. 3 and D wings that you could put on this team uh, and actually make it a more competent offense. Uh, I think I would have – I mean, is this is a bad time to ask me right now. Cause That's what I'm saying, right? Like, I mean, it's a bad time to ask you. Like, it would make the depression. season better right now, but it wouldn't help this team in the long run. P.J. Washington? Was there P.J. Washington talk? Would have loved me some P.J. There Washington. was, yeah. Um, at that point you just said is exactly why I still would prefer what we did. Thank um, you. Bogdanovich is a better player than both of those guys combined, probably. What guy? He just hasn't played a game. What guys combined? Brooks and uh, the guy on the Nets, Kem Johnson. Yeah. Bogdanovich is extremely efficient, good scorer, smart passer. He's he's everything we need. He just hasn't played. Monte Morris yeah. was, we all agreed, the perfect like backup point guard on this team he hasn't played a game yet mm-hmm. um yes the rockets like they've won some games um what are they though like nine and six eight and six they're like, decent like yeah they're decent um jalen green has regressed even more than last year <laughs> scoring less points same efficiency and it's kind of like imagine like Reddit is already insane. Like, they're like, oh, when you trade Cade, you know, Ivy needs his minutes. Imagine if 
Brooks was playing over Ivy. You know how mad the entire fan base mm-hmm. would be? Or if, like, Cam Johnson was playing over SR. Yeah, exactly. Like, we suck because we're young and we have no vets. And we're also just a disgusting basketball team. But, like, that aside, <laughs> I, I know we have, like, a future question of, like, how do we still, like, are we still optimistic, I guess? Yeah, bleed I into think, it. Like, that's I, yeah, I think I'm more optimistic now with what we have because, like, then if we what? had, then if we had vets, because that's our ceiling pretty much, right? Yeah. I, like, like, yeah. yeah no, but go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm, I was just going to say exactly what you said. Like, I'm happy that we didn't do anything this offseason. I would rather do what we did and be where we are now than spend big money on Cam Johnson, who's hurt, and Dylan Brooks, who I just do not want on this team. And now you're locked in for, what, four or five years on both of those guys? you got no money going forward. Yeah, this upcoming offseason's uh, free agency uh, class is probably not great, but I'd rather have the flexibility than be locked in because then we're in the same boat we've been in for the last however many years. Exactly, chasing mediocrity, which at this point seems like a great thing. Like, oh, 30 wins. But, you know, I was more depressed in the past 10 years before we had Cade than these, like, trashed years after we've had Cade because yep. there's room to improve. And I don't want a mid-player like Brooks to be the, like, you know, our big fish pretty much. Yeah, really? yeah. Dylan Brooks is not a big fish. I he was, talks like a big fish. I was having this conversation with, 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 my, with Mike. And we were talking before the Wizards game, and he was like, rate out of 10 your disappointment so far in this season. And I said an 8 out of 10. Because yeah. I mean, we all came in here and we talked, like, a, at least a pretty good game. I thought this was going to be, like, a mid-30s win team. And, like, I'm assuming we've all, like, we've been watching the games, right? We, we're the ones that are tuning in every night to watch. We, we might be the only four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's be with them. And then after that Wizards game, he asked me again, and I'm like, I'm a 10 out of 10 disappointed in this season. I mean, that was a blowout by 20 to the Wizards. And my question is like, yeah, we're going to build up this uh, this cap space for this great flexibility. Flexibility to do what? Nobody's coming to sign in Detroit. Like nobody's like, oh man, I'm a I'm in a I'm a role, I'm a three and D role player. I'm a good role player. You know where I want to go? I want to go to that worst team in the league, man. I, I mean, booty squad over there, where like our offense is going to be stagnant and we're going to suck. Like that's and next year it's not a big thing. I'm what just, about I'm what about Grant? Sign some deals. Sign some deals. Like we could have spent. We could have spent money. Spent money and signed deals that like ended when we needed to start really paying people. You know, like throw some big money at some people in the time where the big money doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because, like, we're not paying anybody right now. And the big money, like, what are we playing for? We're playing for a shot at the first, like, pick in the draft. This draft, like, I've been looking at the prospects. And, like, this, the number one prospect is a, a 6'6 shooting guard who can't shoot the ball. Like, I don't want that guy on my team. I don't want the number There's two so- prospect who's a seven foot one guy who shoots 40-something percent on layups in Alex Starr. Like, not yeah, not to get too deep into prospects here, but I think there's some really intriguing guys. Like, I'm sure we'll have some like little, uh, top, later pods when, when we're the still draft. the worst team in the league. But yeah, yeah, there are that Spanish big. I love him. I forgot his name. Yeah, it's too yeah. early. <laughs> too early. Yeah, we just know who they are. We don't know like anything about them. That being yeah. said, I okay. I'm gonna stop talking about the draft. But the only guy that I think would fit on this team right now. And they would help us. This is jealous. Mateus. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, he's, he's a France. Because he can shoot Wagner pretty ball, much. And yeah. Big, and that's all I care about. I just want to shoot. Like, we could have just signed some shooters, man. Could have just thrown some money at some guys. Like, why not throw three years, 90 million at Dylan Brooks while we're paying nobody else? Like, Jared pushes us towards mediocrity, but aren't we trying to be like sort of mediocre? Like, we're just, it's just. Kind of like the process six. Okay, but hold on here. You would rather pay Dylan Brooks three years ninety than give Jaden Ivy minutes. Whose minutes are you really gonna take He's away? Small forward. Those are different positions. Asar, oh, then. Asar, you're gonna take minutes from Asar. Like, okay, these... I'm taking. I thought you were gonna come at somebody me with like, that is reading like, like, You can. 
Okay, so as the far thing as I'm is, concerned, you could take minutes from anybody on this team because this team sucks. The guys that are getting minutes are not winning games. So, like, giving up those minutes to those guys is not like the worst thing in the world. I see where you're coming from, but I'm. I mean, I, I think it's. I'm just more of the developmental mindset than the. I'd rather yeah, be. But you gotta have something to develop to. Like the, I saw somewhere like the career average winning percentage of the vets on this team, like the older guys, is like somewhere in the 40s. Like, there's nobody on this team that's going to be like, this is how you win. It's just a bogey. Bunch of guys. Yeah. On uh, Utah. Yeah, one guy, one old European man that for sure relates to the Joe Harris was on some on pretty team, good match teams out there. Joe he? Harris was a good role player. Monte Morris, Monte was, Morris on those... played, was one of the greatest centers of all time. Yeah. Joe Harris played <sighs> with like Kyrie Irving, James I think... Harden, and Kevin Durant. I just think we're teaching the guys to lose right now. I don't they're think so. I think around. they've. I think, I mean, I agree because you can see the effort is kind of decreasing as the season goes on. I think it's just the hope has like faded out of Cade's eyes when he puts up like 28, 8, and 8 every single game. And then people complain, oh, he's not efficient. What's wrong with Cade? And then, but but like, he literally has to do everything. That's, that's a, one thing I have a big like people are hating on Cade like it's I don't understand at that level yeah like he is the only competent basketball player on the court most nights yeah yeah okay okay for like the last three no he's been good but I think he's been the best player on the Pistons Killian Hayes has been playing most of the games (laughs) that's true (laughs) but I'm so glad he's out of the rotation now that's like that's done with we he's don't not play. out of the rotation. He's just on the bench. Oh, you mean the starting five? He's getting he's less and less minutes every game. Yeah. And I can't yeah, wait till like, Monte Morris comes back. But when he takes the, the shoulder thing off, I'll see. But yeah, continue. But, uh, this kind and of then... Is... Sorry, no, keep going. No, I mean, if you have, <laughs> if you have anything else on this topic, no, just go ahead. Thing. I was just going to say the other thing that really annoys me, which kind of moves this us whole... up into the next one. This whole topic, yeah, plays into the should Weaver be on the hot the front seat. office and Troy Weaver be on the hot tri- hot seat. I just think there's no way, man. All these people that were like, "Oh, Asar needs to play more, Ivy needs to play more." Who do you think brought those guys on the team? Yeah, like we've had terrible lottery luck, except for the year we got Cade, and that was the right pick. The year we got Killian Bay and Stu. Those are the right picks. Yeah, I mean, no, they were not. Obviously. Killian Hayes at the was time, like, yeah. at the time they were the right picks. I think it was pretty much consensus. Stu and okay, Bay were just were doing nice. Consensus, you know, that's just doing. Consensus. I mean, Stu like, wasn't. Stu's the like Stu Sam Presti. Sam Presti punches. Sam Presti punches, and he gets like that. Like he finds like they find guys, not just. We forgot Westbrook on on OKC. He got Ibaka. Um, and we don't got to deal with any Josh Giddy problems right now. You got Killian Hayes. <laughs> so like, I don't have Killian Hayes and Josh Giddy problems. Bro, like the I the worst Killian thing he's Hayes done is <laughs> is the Wiseman trade. Like that's hands down the worst thing he's done. Hands yeah. down, yeah. I mean, but, like, you could make an I argument know. for the Bruce Brown trade, but I think that was way. But like, better. what what argument can you make there? Bruce Brown would never develop on this. Yeah, team. that's what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, that, it was a bad trade, but it's okay. So yeah, I'm fine with that one. The, the Sadiq for Wiseman trade right now just looks pretty not. It's good. the glaring <laughs> is just like this isn't a basketball team. Like these individuals have the right mindset. They're 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 good players. It's just not a cohesive basketball team. Um, players. They're good players. Like Asar is the demon. They're, but they're not perfect good for players. his role. Like good players win games. Asar Thompson, while being a demon, also like kind of crushes your half court offense a lot of the time because but, he's the worst like shooting wing in the NBA. Yeah, like, but still, I think in half court, he's worse than Cade and Duran. He's better than Stu and Ivy in the half court. I think just the way he cuts an offensive rebound. I disagree. But like he's not the problem. I think we like if we had Bogdanovich out there, he wouldn't be an issue, right? So Bogey comes back, who gets bumped from the starting line? Stu. I think it has to be Stu. And that kind of leads into what Valley was talking about, right? Like, how would you feel about Stu coming off the bench? Pretty I'd love it. it. Yeah. You guys see, see last game, 
that Marvin Bagley was a healthy scratch so they, they could get a look at James Wiseman. It was James Wiseman versus the league. That's all it was. It was just that like can this dude do things against a bottom so I think like, it's that's so stupid. This is our one opportunity to not be a national embarrassment. And they're like, Yeah, let's trot out Wiseman. Let's get these 14 straight losses. Like you it had to be like a practice thing and effort or something behind closed doors, and that's just a BS excuse. It has yeah. to be. I'm I'm just pissed off right now, man. I'm just mad. At Keep everybody. going, man. We, we we're too positive on this pod. I'm just gonna hand you the mic, man. Do so, Connie. <laughs> since you are mad, do you think there need to be changes? Either the front office, or yeah, exactly me neither. I don't think there should be because yeah. there's nothing we can do. There's no need to panic. That's Our it. best players aren't playing. <laughs> Yeah, you just threw the word out there, panic. Connie, do you want a panic trade? Because that no. leads into Gabe's thing. The panic too. trade, oh, every single time this sort of thing happens, like the Pistons right now are the bad team with the distressed assets. If there was a panic trade, I can almost guarantee you 100% the Pistons would lose that trade because the asset would go to a better team, become undistressed, and be much better. Like the Pistons are the team right now that the smart teams are like, vultures over and they're like hmm, who can we who can we trick these guys into selling low on because they're not good right now uh like the kings for a long time with that team the pistons honestly been that <laughs> like you could pick on the weaker teams and trade so no i wouldn't say it's panic trade time i don't like i don't know about fireable offenses because like i don't know enough about basketball i think to know like truly whatever like what the roles are and what is going wrong here I did see recently that uh, there's two sons, like Troy Weaver's son and Arn Tellum's son, are both on like the staff of the Pistons, and I don't like that. Uh, there's like some nepotism going on, and I know that has like <laughs> that has like so little to do with what's going on on the court. But you guys saying like everybody's got to earn their spots, and then there's guys getting nepo positions, and that just kind of—I don't know, man. It kind of pisses me off. You know who I think should get fired? Uh, who, owns the, who owns the team? I forgot who. who Gores. It? Tom Gores. Sell the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, Thomas, he's no. Wait, what's Tom's fault? Yeah, I mean, he's investing. When did he buy money. the team? When did Tom Gores buy the team? I, I don't know. know. I don't know, 2000 something. But like he's investing money. He's always. He been bought open. the team in June 2011. He, the, right this, when we started watching. Right when we started watching <laughs> and right when the business started being garbage for over a decade. I'm sorry, man. Like, I mean, like, I don't care about him. He can, I don't think it's his fault necessarily, but sure. So the team. Between the entire time they've been bad, pretty much. Since they were good, is Tom. Gors. I think it's a. I mean, look at the drafting history. What do you want Tom Gores to do about it? Like, I mean, made about the terrible picks we've made. Maybe he's in their ear talking about players he likes. You know, a, Andre Drummond. A certain like, uh, drug he may or may not be on at times. Um, <laughs> but okay, so if no panic trades, how about some around the edges trades that I uh, came up with here? See if you guys uh, right, like right. these. Lay them down. All right. So first we have uh, Wiseman and a 2027 unprotected second round pick oh. for Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. Yeah. The money works. You know, Wizards do it because they get a pick. They have no reason thing. to keep Gallinari. They suck as well. Wiseman can be their project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just lost. Who they just lose? They just lost uh, Gafford. Yeah, he, Mike Muscala is injured. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, they get a, a a pick. You know, that I feel like that's a win win. And and, and 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 guess who's on the Wizards right now that used to be teammates with James Wiseman? Oh yeah, his best friend Jordan Poole. Yeah, you know, like. We're just gonna concoct stuff on here. That's all. I that. Man, I would imagine if they shared the floor together, I'd immediately turn off my TV. <laughs> no, but dude, Gallinari on this team, we saw what he could do two days ago. Two days. He's ago. a shooter. Yeah, he's a he's shooter. A shooter. He's a smart I love him. I love what he brings to his squad. 
Like, yeah, he's not going to be great defensively, but, like, the man can shoot. Yeah. Speaking of shooters, Isaiah Livers has played well. Um, He's shooting it. He's still, oh, he, like, he's he still is. rough, he's a but rusty. he can shoot. I, yeah, exactly. yeah. I would not say he's been playing well. I'm no, okay, he hasn't. He, like, yeah, he's been rusty. He's been shooting like, it. <laughs> it's good to have him back. He's, like, kind of slow in his decision making like he'll get the really ball on the three-point line and he doesn't know if he wants to shoot or do something so he just kind of stands there for a second and like the defense just sets up uh yeah i've been i mean i'll give i'll give him rusty but i have not been a fan of what i've seen from liver so far no he's been playing too much i think he hasn't earned those minutes but then again, who else really yeah, would be playing? With his <laughs> I mean, Kevin Knox has been kind of knocked out of the rotation after playing fairly decently. He, in like he started that one game and then hasn't played since. <laughs> yeah, he played like two games off Good. the bench after that. And Livers came back and been done. Like, um, go ahead. I just that Livers playing because he. I said this in the beginning of the season. I don't know how I feel about Livers, but I like like it's the archetype of what Livers is that is so intriguing and why you want to play him. Like the big mm-hmm. shooting defensive wing, but he's not actually like. I don't know. Been good. So, all right. Next. All right. Trade. Yeah, my next trade brings the player up a notch, and I guess we gotta send out more. But I don't think this counts as panic because we don't leave with any. Like we don't give anything. We don't really need. So we have Joe Harris, Wiseman again, Killian Hayes, and a 2026 top 10 protected first round pick for Zach Levine. Again, no. the money works. 2026 top 10 protected. Can we give that up? Is, or is that so protected for what? I mean, I'm just assuming like we do like another thing where we can tr- trade a first round pick. That. Like yeah. that can be finagled. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want Zach Levine right now. I mean, it's considered technically a panic trade, but it's not a panic trade, so I'm going to say no. That seems like the exact thing that you were fighting me on about, like, that's basically like spending big money in the offseason. I do love the idea of getting rid of Wiseman and Killian Hayes. Uh, that big plus. I mean, I think for this season, yeah. I mean, Levine makes us better by a mile. Uh, but isn't how is that different from, you know, spending big money on guys in the offseason, you know? Because he's a better player than you can get in the offseason. The only issue I see with this is Levine will probably play your three, right? But I think with Asar at the four and I mean, but then where do you play? I mean, Hold then you're you will, really small. Yeah, yeah. There can be other trades. I just think to get a player of Levine's caliber who's a, just an insane scorer for pennies, pretty much. It's the not a, old- like, it's... Something to think about. I feel like the only way to do something like that is if you're getting a legit power forward. Because that's what we need. Yeah, it would also be hilarious. I think a star is a legit power forward. Not right now, is he? He's a bit too like, he, he doesn't have the shooting ability to do it. Like, if we got a, like, a guy that could shoot it, yeah. Patrick Williams? No. <laughs> that seems like such no. a Troy Weaver move, though. No, he's, he's, Patrick he's Williams, worse than Killian. <laughs> I can't wait to get pissed off when we were playing Patrick Williams next year. <laughs> How um, many more you got? I have one more trade again for a scoring guard because we need scoring. Um, this is from the Heat, who seemed to play better without Tyler Hero. So, uh, <laughs> how about Joe Harris, Killian Hayes, and that same twenty twenty six top ten protected for Tyler Hero? Uh, Why are the Heat doing that? Because yeah. they play better without Hero. Yeah, but but if they're gonna trade Tyler Hero, they're not they gonna can... trade him for twenty twenty six Killian Hayes and Killian. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Killian on the I mean, Heat if they work. said yes, I'd consider it, but I I don't I don't know I don't know about that one. That was tough because I like Tyler Hero, but. You know, then we run into the same problems we were talking about earlier. Like, who's taking minutes away from? Yeah, and then the team gets small, and then, yeah. I don't know. I feel Like I said, I feel like the only way to make a trade right now is if you go get a power forward and you move Sue to the bench. What? I really think Bogey and Asar will play the four. You know, either one, the two wings. Um, and then we still move Sue to the bench. That's Is really there a guy out there for. that's like a bogey shooter and at least like 
had a like above no. average on defense. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, I Kobe wish is the best shooter in the league, probably. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, this is also All true. Right. I'm I'm on the trade machine right now. I'm I'm warping something up in my mind. I have an idea. Uh, but keep sorry, keep going. I shouldn't have interrupted. <laughs> I'll hop in with this. I'm so curious what your what the gears are turning in there, man. I mean, some other big like trade targets. Um, Malcolm Brogdon. I'm sure he's available. He would be, but like again, we don't really need need a guard like that. Um, if we were contending, I would. Definitely go get me a Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Gallinari is that four that you want, right? He's a big four that can space the floor. He's he's a big bad four. on defense, but he's just terrible on defense. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have so many Bogdanovich prototypes on this team: Joe Harris, Bogdanovich himself, Gallinari. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was talking to Valley about this, right? But when Bogey and Harris come back, say you run a lineup out there of like Cade, Burt. Harris, Bogey, Stu. Like, think about how much room Kate is going to have to operate. Like, that's what's just, like, getting me through this right now. You know, it's just who's at the end. He was also on my, on my list, yeah. A I thought about that. To the Levine deal, maybe a little bit less. Uh, he's a four, that a three-four that can shoot the fuck, that can score the ball. Yeah. Uh, and he plays he's defense. A big strong guy who can hold up against fours in the league. He's six ten, I think. And he's a Michigan guy. And he's like, from yeah. the state of Michigan. Yeah. Just gave a bunch. Uh, just donated a bunch of clothes to uh, female prisoners in in Flint. Uh, What's his um contract situation? He's got four years at twenty five million a year. That's not bad. That's, That's not, not bad that at bad. All. I would love a little Kyle Kuzma on this team. I, I would think love he fits that. The timeline reasonably well. How old is he? Late 20s. 20s. He, I feel like he fits the timeline. I think he's 20, 28. Yeah, so by 20. the end of that, he's 32. That's still well within like the good range of a of a big scoring forward. Uh, I wouldn't mind some clues. I he wouldn't mind be, he'd I be would, much more efficient like with like a lower role on our yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I don't think he's a go-to guy, but I definitely think he can be like a piece you know yeah is brandon ingram a good defender i should pay more attention he was on the lakers he was really good but i think he's definitely dropped off since taking a larger offense like i feel like brandon ingram would fit well on this team too My little bi he dribbles a lot he does he is good he can hoop yeah, give me some. I I don't know what we're giving the Pelicans. That was yeah, I mean because they're I trying just, to win games I just right just now. Take another player and put him on my team. <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, me, uh Jokic. we can go back. Uh, Devin Booker and KD were wearing those Detroit hats. Can we can we finagle something there? Do we have eighty million dollars of salary to send over? We will once we pay our guys, and then real. the Suns will flame out in two years in the playoffs. KD yeah, will retire. And then Devin Booker will come to Detroit. I mean, Devin Booker's a good guy for this team. Like, he's a lot of what we need right now. Yeah, a good player is what we need. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could use an MVP candidate, personally. <laughs> That's what I think. We need a Hall of Fame candidate. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, all right, what's next on the agenda here? Connie, did we get through? You want to start your four topics? Uh, Yeah, sure. I just got... I uh, like Gabe's idea. This is a little fact or fiction. I'm going to drop just a statement, and you tell me if it's fact or if it's fiction. Jaden Ivey is the best prospect and the best player on these Detroit Pistons. You're saying the best player currently. Yeah, currently and prospect into the future. Jaden Ivey is the best. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to say Star is the best prospect. Oh, okay. I still think it's Cade Cade for both. Well, like, Cade is like, well, give I don't the, know. Give me the sell on Asar. Give me the sell on Asar. Why is Asar the best prospect moving forward? Well, think about this. Asar Thompson has already made waves in the league as he is right now. And that's just on one side of the ball. Everybody in the league knows who this guy is, and he can't shoot, like, Imagine what happens when he actually gains some sort of offensive, like, whatever the word is, like, competency, offensive competency. 
Like when he's going to be able to, I don't know, what if he takes a guy off a dribble and develops a step back? What if he can blow by anybody on his way to the rim with his footwork and get to the rim at will? What if he starts averaging 15 to 20 points a game on top of being an all-time, uh, all uh, defensive first team? Then what? Then what's going to happen? Everyone's going to make sure that he's circled on their scouting report. He's going to take the other team's best player, shut them down, therefore taking all effectiveness away from the other team, and then adding 15 to 20 points on top of that. Then on top of that, Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, yeah, maybe they're good players. They can do whatever they have to do. I feel like Asar Thompson makes or breaks how far this team can go right now. Yeah, he just has two real big skills. Uh, like, I think he has, like, he probably has the ability to have an insane first step, right? Like, he is yep. that sort of athlete, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have the handle to uh, capitalize on it right now. And he's going to get stronger, too, which is even more crazy. The yeah. kid's, like, 21 years old, and he's Physical holding thing, up against Jimmy Butler. Not worried about it, but no. his handle is weak. And you can see it in the way he attacks the rim. When he attacks the rim off a pass, like, of when someone else sets it up, and he just gets to go step, step, rim attack, he's a monster. Like, he flies. When that he had reverse ball, layup he had against the Wizards, oh the up and under, God. he was just hung in the air. When he has to dribble it himself into the attack, it's often a much softer, uh, uh, less you know aggressive attack, and that has to do with him just not having the handle to set himself up. And on the other side of it, it's like if he develops a jump shot, yeah, 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 sure. If he develops a jump shot, he's nuts. He That's is what I'm saying. If you want to talk very, about prospect, very yeah. far away from developing a jump shot right now. Yeah, he's, but that's what a prospect. He's positive is, right? either They're way all... already. I mean, but that's what a prospect is, right? It's a work in progress. Yeah, like, but it's like his shooting slider is like. Oh, do you have more faith in Jaden oh Ivey's defense or Star Thompson's shot? That's the question. Do I believe? I think it's. I believe more in Jaden. You Ivey's can't teach defense. instincts. Yeah, I believe more in Jaden Ivey's instinct in in his defense. You also oftentimes okay. can't teach a complete non-shooter to become a competent three-point shooter. His mechanics are fine. He just needs reps, you know? Like, think about how long Jaden Ivey's jump shot was when he first came into the league. It's a different level of bad with Asar. And he, I mean, you say he needs reps. He's been hooping his whole life. Yeah, but he never, this is like the best level of competition he's ever had to face. He's never had to shoot regularly. When he was in OTE, the man could just out-athlete everybody and dunk everything. And I'd argue Asar has been our best player aside from Cade. There's nights where Asar is the best player. He's clearly the best defender. Top five in the league, probably. Yeah. Like the highlight, the the stuff that you, you look at, it is that but it's like when he doesn't have the ball he cuts he, he gets cuts. offensive like, rebounds he, like, he screens his, like his, his iq is, is off the charts yeah but it's the spacing like we can't yes imagine but imagine if he is destroying the spacers around him and but then that's turn the, around that's the problem and with say that yeah shooting around. he's part of the problem like you can't shit on killian hayes for not for ruining the spacing and then on the other side be like yeah asar thompson good offensive player because he is also, but, yeah, but the spacing on this team. He, he does things to minimize his weaknesses. Killian just yeah. stands there. We're Killian also... just, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, and that's this... the, well, we, we've kind of deviated from the point here. Are we talking about Asar this season, or are we talking about Asar as a prospect? I, just, I, thought I have real concerns was... about that jump shot developing into anything that is passable. Okay. Everything else? No, I don't have concerns about. And uh, you could fit him into something, but like when those games get real important, like if we are ever a good team, and those games get important, there's going to be a guy out there that, uh, you know, teams just aren't really going to care about. Isaac Okoro. Exactly. I do not want him <laughs> on my team. Yeah. Okay. Honey, have you played a game in a gym where like your four teammates don't play basketball and then you play worse as well and you just can't do anything? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, that's Cade right now. And he's still putting up 25. But I'm also bad at basketball is the (laughs) other thing. 
You know, that's okay, yeah. that plays Let's into that. Scale it <laughs> up a little bit. I'm an Asar Thompson type, dude. I'm better when he's <laughs> better. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a role player. I still think the answer is Caden Cade. He was the number one pick for a reason. He's okay, well, okay. Good, Kate, Kate, good... Kate, Kate is Kate. Kate, like you said, Kate is Kate. Take Kate yeah, out. Yeah, but Connie make... said Jaden Ivy's the best player the on the team case? currently. Okay, Go ahead. All right. Ivy, most efficient guy on this team. Uh, super solid scorer. Uh, is, when I watch Cade, he is the guy on this team that has the easiest time getting by his man and breaking down the defense. Like, it's so easy for him to beat his man. And something that he's been doing this year, which they talked about last year a lot, is he's been playing at different speeds rather than just top speed every time. And you can see a lot in his finishing. Jaden Ivey is shooting over 70% at the rim. He was dang near 50% at the rim last year. Yeah, I remember he missed so many layups last year. (laughs) And he's not missing them anymore. Like he just he can get to the rim and he can make the layup. He has a he has a good jump shot. He has a good jump shot that can be worked into step backs, into catch and shoots, into off the dribble stuff. He's a great passer. Uh, he makes great interior passes and slings to the outside. Uh, he has elite physical tools with the speed tools uh, with the with the just the foot speed, the first step. Uh, he. He is screaming future De'Aaron Fox to me right now. And I, uh, like, I'm higher on him. Like, everybody else on this team, like, Cade, I'm maybe a little bit lower on than I was the, before the season started just because I was, like, astronomically high on Cade. Uh, Jaden Ivey is the only guy uh, that I've, like, increased my hype for uh, during the season. Which has been- Jalen Duran. His name yeah, has come up, by the way. We need to make a case for Jaden. <laughs> yeah. I did say we're, he we're was the top this, three tenor. We're taking this lot. We're taking this losing streak to a whole new level. Everyone's already mad at the Pistons. We're literally dividing them up on why people should pick one player over the other. I mean, uh, that actually but, brings me. We could go to. Didn't we just turn Dylan nineteen, Durin, Durin? On my next one, can I go to my next question? Yeah, yeah. Statement. Yeah, yeah. All right, fact or fiction? Jalen Durin is the next Andre Drummond. That is big. Okay, is that fiction. a good or a bad thing? It's both. Um, <laughs> it's more a bad thing because yeah, the no fiction. Jalen Duren, yeah, he just turned nineteen, right? Yeah, or was it? No, did he just turn twenty? He's no longer yeah, a teenager. He's averaging old man thirteen and eleven basically <laughs> with three assists a game. Yeah, that's not so. <laughs> he's like he's only played ten games this season. And, like, the games he doesn't play were a much worse team than when he does play. But that's just a function of, like, who plays when he's not there. It's like, if he doesn't play, James Wiseman plays. And, like, obviously we're going to be a better team when he plays because James Wiseman is the worst player in the NBA. Yeah, but also shows how good and how smart he is as a player. He is currently at 3.2 assists to three turnovers a game. Like, he gets a lot of assists. He also is one of the biggest culprits for this the the turnover issue that the Pistons have. Yeah, I'm fine with that though because it's him learning the path. It's him learning, yeah, trying to expand his game, and I'm cool with that. Yes, he has some ugly passes. That's 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 learning curve that I think will help in the long term. My more legitimate issue with him is on the defensive end. I think offensively, he's he's a fine product right now, and he will continue to be better on offense. Uh, right now, he's a good offensive player, and he'll be a good offensive player in the future. Defensively, he's got all the tools. He is out of position. He's, like, turned away from the ball. He's in the wrong spot to block a shot a lot, I feel. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? That's still an issue. That's still an issue. Uh. And it could be a function of the rest of the defense not being that good, but I don't feel that we that the other team feels his presence as a as a shot blocker, as a rim protector, as much as they should on the. Well, deck. the other thing is, is we switch everything, so like he's not always at the basket. He's always he might be out guarding someone up top, and then the like you said, the defense has been so bad that he probably feels like he has to cover everybody's behind, and he can't do that. So I feel like when, you know, the other four guys on the floor, well, okay, 
stars out there. When the other three guys on the floor get better, Jalen Durden will get better. We just just keep saying that about every, every person. It's like every guy on the team is like Cade. If the other guys on the floor were better, he'd be better. Asar, if the other guys on the floor were better, he'd be better. I mean, that's a kind of a product of them being the other guys. 20 and 21 years old, right? Yeah, um, I mean, we're, like, what are you... <laughs> you will get better. Yeah, what are you realistically expecting out of a 20-year-old, 20, 20 though, right? Like, that's the question. Like, what do you want him to do? Average four blocks a game? No. I, I mean, I, I get what you're him, talking about, being like, in position and stuff, but, like, I'm okay with those mistakes. He's still 20 and learning, you know? But I think the like, problem is, is like, really we came the... into the season so high, like, oh, we're going to make the plane, and we started off, like, not just bad, we started off, like, atrociously. Like, this is badder than bad, if that's even the thing. So, and I, I think... can't... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's all I was going to say. I'm glad you saved me. <laughs> I, I I think the main thing that differentiates him from Drummond and a lot of other, like, older bigs is his, like, mindset. He doesn't want to post up. He knows his role, and he literally just plays his role, except he's not very good at defense yet but i think that will come because he is a smart player Mm -hmm. he's a smart guy he just you know he needs reps he's only like i said he's only played 10 games this season um yeah i mean how often have we seen a guy cutting to the basket and Duran sees it before it's happening and the guy that's cutting doesn't even know what's happening like he's made some really good passes and if you can see that kind of stuff with the ball in his hands you're sure as heck gonna be sure that he sees it defensively so he knows what he has to do it's just reps and experience i think i mean again we can say that about everybody but you know what else do we have at this point like we can't we're not going to tear this team down it seems not going anywhere we're not going to no, i think <laughs> no matter what's going on we just stay the course this year like exactly. we're not i know kind of this is kind of your next question here but like we're not this bad <laughs> when we're healthy no we are not so that I guess that yeah, well, you just, just answered it. But uh, fact or fiction, the Pistons are just as good now as they would be fully healthy. Fiction in all caps. Yeah, like I texted you guys this. I watched some Bogdanovich highlights from last year. He is like I cannot under I can't understate how good this guy is. Like yeah. he is, he was our best player last year. He'd be our best player this year. He is extremely efficient. He can score in so many ways, and he's probably the best, like straight up shooter in the NBA. I mean, no, I, but yeah. I mean, okay, I don't other wanna, than Curry. <laughs> okay. I don't want it to get twisted that like Bogey coming back is gonna solve all of our problems. It's not, and I'm and I, I know it make we make it sound like that because we keep saying wait for Bogey to come back, wait for Bogey to come back. Some of the efforts that we put out, especially in that last game against the Wizards, that, that was, was disgusting. Terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> Bogey's not going to fix that. Um, I will say I'm very happy that I saw Monty Williams frustrated. Someone interacted with us on Twitter saying that they thought that it was a show. I totally disagree with that. Monty's mad. Like, you get paid all this money to move across the country. Your wife is uh, battling cancer. Yeah, that's exactly what he wants. He wants to start two and four. What are we? We're two and fifteen now. That's exactly what Monty Williams wanted. No, it's not. It's not what Cade wanted. And we talked about it on the last pod. This team, when we said this team could contend for a playing spot, that was with the entire roster that we thought we were gonna have. We don't have the low uh turnover guy in Monte Morris. We may not have him for the rest of this calendar year. We haven't had bogey yet this year. Alec Burks, like one of you said it, forgot to shoot the ball when he came back from his injury. You know, like, this team is not this bad. We're just playing really bad. Uh, if that makes sense. But, yeah. see, I, don't, I never, like I never really liked that line of thinking. Like, we're not that bad. It's just what's happening to us, but it's like what's I mean, happening to us is what's happening. Do you think? Do you think bad. Memphis is bad? That's it's like yes, but the okay, they're bad now. But do you think their players on their team are bad? If they had Jaw, 
Okay. And Stephen Adams. The guys yeah. that we are missing are not John Morant. Like, but they are Stephen Adams. Like, that's how important Bogey is to this team. Connie, I think you mentioned this last year. I forgot when, but, like, when Bogey comes back, he puts everyone in, like, the level of order that they should be. Like, Cade won't be the only guy with the ball in the hand, in his hands. You know, Asar won't need to be that guy wide open on three because bogey will be the number one option on offense and it, that puts it, everyone but else back in their that, role isn't that a little depressing as well like we have our number one overall pick in his third year uh we have other like top second year guys we yeah second year <laughs> third year guys we believe in and it's like yeah uh, They're not as good as a year old European beast in his prime. Hard, yeah, number one option with a bullet, and we're like, this is a good team. Like, when we're not a good team. Fourteen right now. Don't get me wrong. Like, we're a bad team. Yeah, Morris we're not and Bogey aren't like Shaq and Kobe. Like, it's not. It's not like they pull up and we're a good team. Like, team would still be bad with him out there. But they're be like slightly better. We'd we'd have like five, six wins maybe. That's okay. And that's not drastic enough? That, like, that, that's good. <laughs> that's a huge swing. That's like right. four more wins. That's that four more days of happiness. Like, I, I've, I, I think... Now, yeah, I'd be going crazy. <laughs> but I think he puts us back to where, like, our prediction was of, like, a 30-win team. In the grand scheme of the NBA, that's a bad team. But you win a game a week, and we'd be, we'd be happy. You no, know, we wouldn't go... What is it now? 15 games of losing streak? 14. 14. 14. 14. 15 after tonight. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to win. We're going to win tonight. Oh, we're winning tonight? Oh, you know why we lost? Because we haven't recorded a podcast. Now that we're yeah, recording, exactly. we're going to win. That's exactly And I got my, I haven't got a Pistons shirt on today. I'm hyped for a win. Hey, let's go. All right. We're going to lift the buffs on curse today. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this team yeah, is if not. If we bad. win this game, we have to start dropping like daily podcasts. <laughs> we, yeah, we do. We're gonna record every day for the rest. We of just, the year. We'll just drop like a ten-minute pod before every game, <laughs> just to yeah. Keep and if that doesn't work, then it's a twenty-minute pod. We just gotta find the right time. That's yeah, right. we just gotta keep potting longer. That's what yeah. it is. That's We're exactly. Potting long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you had one more fact or fiction, right? Yeah, I don't think you're gonna like this one, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure I won't. I fiction, I Asar Thompson can't be a viable player in an N- in a good NBA offense. I think he already is. But we're not good on NBA offense. Yeah, I know. In a good offense. <laughs> Put him in the Boston lineup. Take out, you know, I don't know. Like, what when... is a good NBA offense, though? Like, can you define that? Top 10. Okay. Like, look at Draymond Green, right? Look at Rudy Gobert. They're useless. Okay, Rudy Gobert. Offense. Yeah, I'll, I'll compare him to Draymond, huh? Draymond Green is just, like, two of the best shooters of all time. So, I can't Exactly. They're in a good offense. They're useless offensively. Uh, Rudy Gobert is seven feet tall, though, and can screen and run to the hoop. Like there's, So can Asar. Like, Asar like can jump high, and he can get up that high. It's it's a different it's a different thing when you're seven foot two with like an eight foot wing. It's you're the, you play you the biggest go bear hater I know, Connie. You you hate that guy. And he's been pretty like, but you're still like it's just still easier as like a non like shooter if you're seven feet tall. Okay, Robert Williams. He's also big guy. <laughs> okay, but these are also centers. Yeah, but he's like six. Are you eight playing a star at five? No, I'm just asking. Like we're just talking about non-shooters, aren't we? I was just theoretically, to... I think he could play the five. Yeah, theoretically. To compare, it Derek to. Jones Jr. He's been there okay. He's been okay. Yeah, sure. He's a he's a bit player. If that, no, if but like okay, and this is also player. rookie of Star Thompson. He's still like on our team. Like, he's still a decent offensive player. Like, he's averaging over 10 points a game on, like, 40, what is it, 40, like, 5% sh- it's just, shooting. That's not bad for a rookie. He doesn't really have an issue with the spacing. And yeah, of course. Of course. I agree. He is a major part of. Like, he's I agree. One of the driving factors in why this team has no space on the offensive end. 
but if you put a competent wing behind uh beside him and a if Ivy can shoot like catch and shoot as a threat then it like he does things where he doesn't need to be a shooter and I also think in the like, he shoots 70% from the line like 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 um Ahmed said like he his shot doesn't look that bad it's just really stiff and really slow and he has no confidence but I think he doesn't like he... power down either. either no, it's way short, short or it cuts <laughs> it way long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, he's just too smart. I think, you know, give him. I think th- that's where I landed on it with him too. Like I know I made these up and I'm arguing for the <laughs> for the fact, but that is where I landed on it too. Uh, he just does too much of the other things: the basketball intelligence, the IQ, like the quick passing. One that comes to mind personally right now is where Cade like was posting up or something like had it down on the block, kicked it up to Asar, like then immediately moved to the hoop and Asar Thompson, like in one motion, didn't hold the ball for a second, caught the ball, tossed it right back out to the cutting Cade and got a layup. Uh, he's too, he's too smart. He's too mobile. He's too good of a passer to, 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 to not be uh, at least a somewhat viable player is where I, is where I also landed on this. Sometimes it's good. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, the shot uh, is a real concern. Like I, I'm honestly not that concerned about it. But if he, if he, I keep seeing shot, Kawhi Leonard, and my eyes are still. I have my Kawhi. Like I don't think Leonard he's gonna, glasses no, on. If he gets the shot, he's 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 an all star. He's an all NBA guy with a jumper. That's just flat out. But he doesn't have it. So. After everything we've talked about, I think this is kind of the perfect question to kind of wrap this up. What would need to happen from here on out to this to be considered a successful season? Win some games. Win some games. Okay, uh, yeah, but what is some? You know, like if, if we're gonna jump in my hypothetical time machine. I mean, okay, so the magic, they were five and twenty to start last year, and then they played like five hundred ball afterwards. If we win, so what? How, how many, we've played what, like twenty games ish. We're two and fifteen. We're at seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if we end the season with like twenty five wins, but we're competitive, then I'm pretty happy. So that's going twenty three and forty two the rest of the way. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> underselling the team. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, yeah. Anything? I think we. You need to win. Okay. For starters, we need a baseline. Anything over 18, or you got to win more than 17 games, bottom line. You cannot have a repeat of last season. That was just, no, we, we can't do that. No. And yeah, <laughs> I agree with Gabe. 25 wins is like the basement floor of what needs to be successful. Yeah. Really, it's just to be out of the like national news that we're a terrible team. I, like I want to be in the national team. news that we're a good bad team. I want to be better. Yeah, than I want Spurs. the narrative to be slow start, strong. Spurs and the Wizards. Spurs and the Wizards. Better record than the Spurs and the Wizards. It would be and the Hornets. Mm, we're not catching the Hornets. Though. <laughs> they don't have Lamelo. Well, fine. He's gonna come back at some point. No, he's not. He's never. <laughs> That's fine. I I th- I still think we're a better team than Charlotte. Honestly. Eh, maybe. <laughs> oh, probably <not>. Perhaps. <laughs> they better guys than us at this point. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, game's starting kind of soon. I got to make some dinner beforehand. So um, why don't we uh, look ahead if you guys have, unless you guys have anything else to add. No, nothing, nothing. I'm in the same uh, boat, man. I want to chow down before the game. So, Connie, you got anything or we can take a break? Uh, just Valley. Valley wanted to. Oh yeah, touch on that. We touched on. I wanted to say that uh, Valley was saying that run more through Ivy to get Cade into situations where he sees less bodies, and I fully agree. Yep. Ivy should be more in touches. There should be more of a flow to the offense rather than Cade just trying to run a heliocentric thing where all the planets are a foot away from him. I know they told Cade to run the Luca type offense at USA Basketball. That's not what this offense needs. We have so much more talent than that, and we should do that. Not Luke. Yeah. Nobody's Luca. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. 
He's not he's that not, guy. Yeah. Like Luca, he's not Luca. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was one more he had, right? Or was did we touch? Uh, on it was Luka? bring Sue off the bench. Yeah, we we which, touched which, on yeah. we about. Once Bogey gets healthy, which is he playing tonight? Anybody know? No, he's no, out. He's out. Him oh. and Joe Harris. I guarantee you, he either comes back tomorrow or Saturday. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I'm very bad at those things, but he'll come back soon. <laughs> and when Bogey right. comes back, the fan base is gonna rejoice. It's gonna be great. Let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. So uh, we're basically midway through the week here, and since the game technically hasn't happened yet, well, when you listen to this, it will have. We got the Lakers today. We got the Knicks in New York tomorrow, and we got the Cavs at home, I believe, on Saturday. Um, we're not winning this week. Agreed. Oh, and three. I think we're gonna win tonight. Like I said, Lakers got absolutely hammered last night. Exactly. Yeah. They're looking and for they're a, 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 a re-railing game. Uh, yeah, it's like when the bully gets back. punched in the face. Like, he doesn't go back. He, like, he finds another kid to pick on. Where a, the weaker, kid a weaker kid <laughs> just slam into some lockers. Yeah. <laughs> My can... only hope is that AD won't play because he got, like, beat up by Embiid. He's qu- he's probable. Uh, LeBron is questionable. Hey. Like it's hey. a 40 piece from Christian Wood or some shit, man. Like, I swear to Christian no. Wood revenge games. Yeah. Yeah. Don't can we not do this? Please? And yeah, um, <laughs> we're gonna get destroyed by New York as always. New York all has our number every single time. Jaylen Cleveland Rodgers. as well. They always Cleveland beat us. Well, exactly. <laughs> they have too much yeah. size. They just block every like we have that issue with the two shot blockers where the guys on this team really like getting their shot blocked. Oh, yeah. I think they sometimes forget that we get points for putting balls in the basket, not for moving away from it. So I think we need to, that needs to be part of the game plan. But let's look more positively here. Um, well, kind of. We didn't make the in season tournament. Yay. Shocker. Okay. So we have two games next week with non qualifying teams. The first one against the aforementioned Grizzlies at home. That's or, a win. Or we go to Orlando and Killian Hayes gets to fight again, this time in Orlando. So, do we beat Orlando? I don't know. So, I don't think. I mean, we might. Hell no. I we think might. we're going to win two we games. Always, we always pull something out against Orlando. What was that uh, game? That of these the five, Orlando. we're going to win two. This Orlando team, they're second in the East right now. Yeah, they're just on a hot streak right now. Yeah, they have well, no we're offense. But they're not. They're just like we a might be defensive team. They better okay. on offense than them. And that's. Yeah, okay. that's saying something. We dropped 100 <laughs> points against the worst defense in the league in the Wizards, bro. The Orlando Magic are going to suffocate this team. Well, technically, the Pistons are first in the league if you look at the records from worst to best. So, Yeah, I just do a handstand, and then it looks pretty good. Exactly, you know. <laughs> or do what I do, just close one eye, and everything looks great. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got uh, Gabe thinking that we're winning two games. Connie, are you still stuck on the 0 and 5 train? Oh, 0 and 5? Uh, no, we're, just... be, we're beating the Grizzlies. We're beating the Grizzlies, man. I think we're going to beat. I really want to beat Orlando. I don't like Orlando. I don't We've know. You've got to get a win, right? I, it, I mean, yeah, right? Like, it's not league... possible to go 2 and 80, two, 80 is it? League, like... league record? League record is 26 straight losses. If we didn't play the Grizz, if we lose to the Grizzlies, it's happening. I'm on board with it. Oh well, actually, God, the Grizzlies God, are a good dude. team, so I'm not cashing in a win there. If this team loses 27 straight games, <laughs> I don't know. The pod's done. The pod's done. <laughs> we might have to wrap Come it. on, man. There needs to be an actual sacrifice here. We'll, ep- we'll, we'll put more episodes out if they go 27 straight. If we lose to the Grizzlies, though, our next five are Orlando, Indiana, Philly, Philly, Milwaukee. Those are five losses. So what did that put us? Up to? <laughs> what did that? What did that put us up to? Five plus four. Oh, but it's at nine. Twenty-four. That's yeah. so close, dude. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> we are dangerous in the middle there somewhere. Just to break it up, we could lose another fourteen. Just one win in there. So that it's not league setting. Okay. All right. So let's let's do it this way. One last factor fiction to round it up before Gabe and I grab some grub. 
Do the Pistons achieve the worst losing streak in NBA history? No. When Bogey comes back, we win. Same day. Oh, I forgot. Bro. A forty burger. Uh, 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 yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm I'll take it. Unless Bogey doesn't come back for two weeks, I'm much. I'm I'm saying fact. I'm currently stuck deep in the uh, steady state fallacy, <laughs> where when you're in a in, you where a human being uh, incorrectly assumes that their current state will be their state for eternity. Uh, this is a thing in the human psyche, and I'm currently experiencing it. Uh, Did we you might just drop some psychological facts on us during a basketball? Yeah, I love legit. It. What, what I've been thinking happened? about this week is I have maybe like I got I got a maybe a good seventy years left on this earth, uh, <laughs> and I was thinking, do I will I see uh, a good Pistons team? Okay, and we'll make a deal with the listeners. When the day the Pistons win a game, we are going to record a, a mini pod right after. Because oh, we're going to do an emergency podcast. Yeah, that, that this qualifies as an emergency podcast. Breaking news: the Pistons have won a game. All right. Uh, anything else before we get on out of here and go lick our wounds against the Lakers and the Knicks and the Cavs? No. No. All right. Well, keep your heads up, Detroit. I want to say throw the buffs on. The future is bright. I can't. Just throw the buffs on so that your teacher can't tell that you're falling asleep in class. Until next time. <laughs> See you guys later.